I'm Bianca, and I'm Gen Z. I'm Molly, a millennial. I am Arnisha, Generation X. And I'm Micah, the Boomer. We, we are, are Day Talk. Talk. Four women, four generations, and four unique points of view. Hi, everybody. This is season three for Dame Talk, and we are really excited to be back and in the studio. And as you know, we had Natalia um, was our Gen Z, and she went to join the Navy. She's in boot camp. And we are sorry that she is no longer with us, but we are very proud of her for serving her country. We think it's wonderful. And um, she's very passionate about the work she's doing and we wish her well. We'll probably have her back on at some point when she comes back to tell us about her experience um, in boot camp and just being a Navy uh, woman. I guess that's what they would call it. Um, and so, of course, we are four generations and we would have to have our Gen Z replaced because it wouldn't be Dame Talk without a Gen Z. This year and this season, we are very happy to have Bianca Bowman join us. And Bianca is going to add a lot of flavor to our talks. She is from the East Coast, Maryland area, and she went to school at William and Mary. And now she is further east, I guess, <laughs> um, in um, Cape Cod area. And she's gonna talk to us about the work she's doing and just give us a little bit of background about herself so you get to, a chance to get to know Bianca because we've been talking to her these past couple of weeks and it's been uh, a lot of fun getting to know her. She's been great. So Bianca, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm really excited to be on Dame Talk now. Um, I, so I'm from the DC area, like um, Micah mentioned, I grew up in, um, in Alexandria, Virginia, um, but uh, my mom actually recently moved to Miami, Florida, so that's where I spent my summer, um, which was very nice. Um, but I guess a little bit about me, I studied um, environmental science and policy and English um, in college, and um, I don't really know exactly what my future holds after that, but I really enjoyed my studies. Um, and I'm currently, um, like Micah said, living in Cape Cod, um, and I'm serving with AmeriCorps this year. Um, and basically what that is, is a year-long service program um, where I get to do um, all kinds of environmental work on the Cape. So I'll be doing things like um, invasive species management and um, just learning about things like grow propagating shellfish um, and um, making sure the right species are, um, are living in the areas that we want them to. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and I don't know what's happening next. Um, I don't know what else to talk about, should I? I guess I have um, two younger sisters and my mom. Um, that's my family unit. Um, and um, I'm Panamanian, half Panamanian, very proud of my Panamanian heritage. So um, I feel like, you know, that's most, most I want to talk about. All right. And I would be remiss in um, not mentioning to our audience how we met. So I um, got a new... Um, Mac Air. And I thought, you know what, I want to learn how to, you, you know, elevate my skills. 
So I um, participated with varsity tutors and Bianca was my tutor. So, you know, after working with her and realizing one, she was very smart, she was patient with me and I learned a lot. I thought, you know what, she'd be great to be a dame. And it just, I think reinforces why we have multiple generations as part of Dame Talk because you can learn from anyone at any age. And I was happy that Bianca had all that experience to help me just kind of take my skill set to the next level. So that's how we met. And um, so I just wanted to share that with our audience. And Bianca, um, you said, you know, you don't really know what your future holds, but you joined AmeriCorps for a year. And I think it would be helpful to tell our audience a little bit about that decision that you made to join AmeriCorps, how you learned about it. And, um, you know, because it might be an option for a lot of people out there as they kind of think about what's next, especially given the pandemic that we're in right now. Right. Um, yeah. So I was, yeah, I, I feel very lucky that I I got to work with you with um, tutoring because I remember we were looking at, as an example on like Microsoft Word or something, your um, like bio for Dame Talk. And I was like, wow, that sounds so cool. <laughs> now I get to be a part of it. Um, but yeah, so I was doing like tutoring and I, I've had a lot of experience in education work. Um, and I guess I just was lucky that William and Mary, a lot of people end up doing like service minded work from my school or join. I mean, it's so close to DC. A lot of people end up doing things like Peace Corps or State Department or, you know, working on campaigns. So AmeriCorps was just kind of one of the options that circulated a lot in my school. Um, but I made, I, I honestly, it was, it was just one of the thing, the many things that I was um, looking at um, to try and do. I really wanted to um, move out of my house um, and move somewhere new despite the pandemic and get a job, get a, a full-time position. Um, and it was definitely hard work. It was months of applying to a lot of different positions um, and looking for different things. This, this program that I'm in um, was probably my top choice, which is I'm very lucky to have gotten it, but I had applied to like at least six other AmeriCorps programs throughout the country and only heard back from, you know, three of them. Um, and, and AmeriCorps, it's, you know, it's a, it's a full-time position, but it's a service year. So it's not even like, you know, a career step. It's, it's an 11 month short term position. So I was looking at other things too. Like I had applied for, um, more full-time career like things as well, but just was really, um, was really just looking for as, as much as I could, um, in order to get this job. And luckily like this, this position is probably like more in line with what I want to do in the future. Um, it's just, it happens to, to be a, an 11 month, um, temporary thing kind of, but I'm, I'm glad I get to do it at all. So it's, it's definitely like, I, I feel lucky, but, um, I'm also, um, already a little stressed about having to start applying for jobs in a couple months um, after this program ends. So, well, yeah, hopefully we'll have some um, podcast that'll help you with your journey because we we do a lot. Yeah, of that's what I'm. I'm sure they will <laughs> today and in every other day we get to talk about it. Yes, um, but congratulations! I didn't realize 
I mean, AmeriCorps, the, the process and that, you know, how competitive it is. So that's great that you got your assignment and what you wanted to do. So congratulations on that. Yeah. And welcome to Dame Talk. We're so happy to have you. Yes. Um, so just to kind of refresh folks, we just wanted to let you know a little bit about what we've been doing um, since our last season. Uh, well, we had a couple episodes about the pandemic and what people are doing and, and how to you know, search for a job during this time and just health-wise what we should be doing and, and, and how we should be treating ourselves. Uh, so for me, I've just really been spending a lot of time on my deck and staying outside as much as possible because I, otherwise I would feel claustrophobic if I had to stay in the house all the time. And I really try to keep a low profile because quite frankly, I was very nervous and still am about COVID and getting COVID. Um, the numbers in New York are way down, thank God. Um, you know, we have some really good leadership, I believe, that helped us through this. We're not past it, so I'm still being very cautious. And, um, but overall, I've, I've been entertaining a lot on my deck. As a matter of fact, Arnisha came to visit, and we had a chance to catch up and chill and, and hang out on my deck. And, so it was great to see her. It's always good to just see people in person. Um, sometimes Zoom and a call just aren't enough. So, you know, to me, it was a low risk being able to be outside with her. And, and I know she's been working on um, tracing, you know, like, so she's already been very active around COVID and, and helping us with the tracing. But I know there's a lot of other stuff you've been doing, um, Arnisha. So why don't you update the, our audience around your summer? Okay, well, thank you, Mike. It was good seeing you. It was. It was really, really good seeing you and hanging out on your deck. We had a good hot day, Molly, a hot day. <laughs> uh, before we started, Molly mentioned that she was happy that summer was leaving, and I love summer. So Mike and I were sitting on her deck on a pretty hot day. Um, yeah, so I, you mentioned I've been doing contact tracing. I started doing contact tracing in the beginning of June. Um, and it has just, I've learned a lot. My background, as I've spoken about before, has primarily been in beauty and consumer packaged goods. So to now be in the healthcare industry, um, working for the Department of Health, I had a huge learning curve that I had to get over pretty quickly. Um, the amount of training that's provided is can be overwhelming. You know, it was maybe three weeks, maybe it might have even been almost a month before you're even allowed to speak with anyone. And it's literally, you're still working your hours. I work part-time. You're still working your hours. And when you're working, you're required to complete a certain amount of training um, before you even start speaking to people. And I've learned beyond the healthcare piece of it, which has just been um, just amazing, just learning about the virus, learning how it's transmitted, learning why certain things work, learning why some one day somebody can be positive and the next day, or I'm rather, I'm saying could be negative one day and positive the next, like really understanding the nuances of the virus has just been um, a, a, a fascinating learning um, for me. And, but beyond that, the the skills that they teach you for communication, for persuasion, right? Because you imagine when you're calling someone, you're asking them to quarantine, nobody's coming into your house to make sure you're quarantining, right? So it's an honor system. So you have to establish a relationship with someone, persuade them to stay in the house, 
and then you check in with them daily to make sure that they're okay so that you can support them while they are doing something that we know is very trying and very difficult, you know? And some people have a good support system that they can call or Zoom, but other people you'd be surprised, like they just don't have anybody. So to then find out that they have to quarantine, it can be a lot, you know? Those tend to be the people that don't want the text messages, they want you to call them. You know, they want you to call them and check in on them daily. Um, and I actually would rather that, you know, if you're going through that and you're going through it alone, um, to have, to hear a voice. And if I can call and spend three minutes and maybe make you laugh or just check in and see if there's anything that you need, then I feel better. You know, I feel, I feel better about that, but it's, um, it has been you know life changing is 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 really strong because covid itself is life changing right but learning how to communicate with people talk to people about things that are this challenging that we know it's depending on the person it could be life threatening right um it it, it has taught me a lot in terms of how to speak with people it, it really really has i thought that i was a pretty good communicator uh but i realized that in trying situations not so much <laughs> i not so much i i wasn't and i have um I, i've learned a lot about that and there's you know like i said the training has been has been amazing so i've been doing that part time since I'll say in the May, beginning of June, uh, and I was still doing some consulting projects. I'm still consulting with the startup uh, as they need me, working on product development and still interviewing. Now for my, my girls mentorship program, which we know I hold so near and dear to my heart, we've had to put it on hold. You know, we had a few virtual meetings, but they weren't really that successful because we didn't have a lot of people join, a lot of the girls sign up. Uh, but now that my church is reopened and we're starting to slowly try to get to some type of new normal, we have to think through what our mentorship program will become, right? Because um, we, we have to be careful as the mentors and we have to make sure that our mentees are protected, right? We don't want to put them in a compromised situation. So, yeah, so that, that's, what, that's pretty much what, I, what I've been doing and exercising. Micah, you'll be proud. I've been exercising a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, my I, I swear my Peloton bike has gotten more use over this period, um, and I, I'm I'm just thankful that I got it last year because they I think there was a point in time where they ran out and it was like on back order, so I was like, woo, I was ahead of the curve. Yes, you were. That happened <laughs> to one of my friends, and she kept calling them, and they kept saying, "We're sorry, it's coming." She ended up canceling it. It was that really? late. Oh. Yeah, it was that late. She ended up canceling it. They just, they, I think she was waiting for it for a few weeks. And after they didn't ship it within like three weeks, she was like, forget it. You know, she just, yeah. yeah. It. So that was my summer. That's what's been going on with me. Molly, what about you? What, what have you been up to? Oh, great question. And yes, I am. Uh, it feels like just as kind of quickly summer snuck in, it seems to have left again, um, which Arnisha, as you mentioned, I'm very excited about. Um, but no, uh, yeah, so it's been, it's been a weird summer, of course. Um, I've been really lucky in that I've been able to stay in my job full time and work fully remotely, which has been uh, both really great and really busy. Um, working in fundraising, it's a particularly busy time. Um, everyone looking for, for new sources of revenue during this. So it's been interesting to see COVID kind of through that lens. Um, but yeah, other than, other than work, um, 
we have a small yard here in Brooklyn, so we've been starting to to have people over in the in the backyard, you know, so we can all stay six feet apart from each other, but actually get together, which has been really nice. Um, seeing people in in parks and and walking around Brooklyn, oh, I guess all of New York, but has opened up uh, dining outside, and they've moved uh, tables and things into the street and where cars can't park anymore and it's so it's been there's actually this like weirdly festive um kind of feeling at times so that's been nice to see it as the as the city's kind of come back to life um and then i think aside from that i've been trying to with everything going on i think the uh we'll say lack of leadership um, that we've seen in the country um, at the moment around COVID, around um, the uprisings for racial justice, around uh, a number of things, the record-breaking wildfires in the West, a incredibly active hurricane season. I mean, one thing after another. Um, I think I've been doing a lot of like internal searching <laughs> on trying to figure out, you know, where is my place in this like where can i do the most good um and so uh not really landing on anything yet <laughs> but it's been a um but definitely trying to take that time and see how i can be be helpful but i have been trying to do some some online courses so i started with coursera doing a few of their free free courses and i think because they're free i'm i'm missing some of that uh motivation <laughs> to actually get through them. So I think I spent like three weeks trying to decide what I wanted to do. I started doing four things and it's just uh, something that I keep coming back to. And I'm, I'm so I need to need to try to get back into that as, as fall is, is approaching. But what's it called? Um, Coursera. Yeah, yeah, they have whole, um, it started, I don't know how many years ago, but I remember when it first started, I think it was like fully free. Um, and then they started introducing different paying options and like you can do a whole, you can do certificates on there, you can do whole degrees and they're all courses that are through um, different universities. Uh, so yeah, it's a pretty cool thing, but you can, there's an option that you can do that you can do the courses for free and then you just don't get the kind of the credentials afterwards. Um, unless you pay for it. Unless you pay for it and then yeah. like you, whatever. Um, so anyway, so need to get back to those and, and uh, try to see, see at least a couple of them through. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty much been the summer. So, you know, dames, we would be remiss if we did acknowledge that our season started the day after Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, I, I literally screamed to my husband, Ruth is dead. He was like, what is wrong with you? But I I, I, I was I was devastated. Mm -hmm. I, I just thought this is just well, one, she was just such an amazing woman and Supreme Court judge and her history and what she's accomplished, you know. The fact that she hung in there, she's 87, I, you know, I just, she just got tired, I'm sure, you know. Yeah. Um, I but think she I, held I, out as long yeah. as she could. Yeah, but, you know, I just wanted to at least acknowledge that, um, you know, this was a, yesterday was a day in history that was very sad for us, mm -hmm. but um, 
you know, uh, and Dame Talk and our focus on women and our focus on helping women and giving guidance and tips and, you know, that's in the spirit of um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So, you know, we're just keeping the legacy of all great women out there going um, in, in our little way. <laughs> yeah. She really uh, lived an incredible life. Yeah, for sure. she really did. She really did. So um, she's, she's she's one of the reasons why we even get the opportunity to do this, right? Imagine yeah. if she did not do what she did, where women would be. Yeah. Seriously. You know. Mm -hmm. so. And it's amazing how relatively recently. Absolutely. All of she this. Was only 87. And think about it. She started what in her but she was married with children. So I, I think she got started maybe in her 30s. So it's that recent, like 50 years, 60 years. I mean, it's, yeah. if, we don't stay, we don't keep the, if we don't keep the pressure on, it's so recent in history. It's so easy to go backwards, right? Mm -hmm. and, and there's more to fight for. I mean, Absolutely. really equal pay is not there. We aren't there yet. So the fight continues. I mean, parental um, leave. I mean, there are so many things that, that we don't, that we don't have as a country that other places do. Um, that's true. We'll keep at it, ladies. <laughs> so I think this was a great way to start our season. Um, hopefully people get a, our audience, you know, people <laughs> get a chance to, you know, know and get more familiar with us. Uh, we are the same women, um, just different new life experiences, and we will continue to share. And we have a great season ahead of us. We will be talking about relevant topics with COVID and the pandemic and, and how that's affecting women in the workplace, women with children, how education, you know, we will tackle it all this season. And hopefully, as COVID gets under control, our topics will, you know, our, obviously we won't focus on that solely, um, but we also want to focus on, you know, careers. That's what this is all about and helping during these stressful times for people to see the light and have options and know what, what's out there for them. And we're, our first episode coming up is actually going to be targeting Gen Z's and you know how they can search for a job and, and giving them tips around that because it ain't easy. Uh, I remember graduating from college in 86 and that was like a hard time for to find jobs. And business school in 92, another hard time to find jobs. So I guess there is a theme here. There is a, you know, it, it's like a roller coaster. So um, we want to make sure we provide that guidance and, and give people the hope that they need and the, and the tools they need to be successful and find those jobs. Anyway, ladies, anything else you want to share with our audience before we go? Oh, excited for this third season. I think we got a lot of great content coming up. Me too. And thanks again. And Bianca, once again, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited. I'm sure our conversations are going to be very um, fun-filled and energetic. So, yeah. very <laughs> they always are. <laughs> Great. Thanks. And uh, we will see you next episode. I'll talk to you next episode.
If you have any questions, email us at dametalk4 at gmail.com. That's dametalk and the number four at gmail. To learn more about us and these topics, check out our website at dametalkpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. This is Dame Talk. We don't know everything, but we know enough.